So here's something I've I don't know if I've ever talked about on the podcast before. My uh, my marijuana. I don't want to use the word marijuana. That's actually not a real term for cannabis. My cannabis story is going to be this episode today. Thank you for tuning in to episode 420. Now you may be scrolling down through my episodes, my past episodes. And being like, whoa, is Rob high right now? Because I don't see 420 episodes, even though it it lists 420 episodes. Well, the situation is that I had about 200 and some episodes. Wherever this podcast starts, when you scroll down through your feed, the first 200 or so episodes of this podcast I had to delete back in April of 2017 uh, due to legal reasons from a company that I left. And someday here soon... When I get around to it and my assistant gets around to it, we're going to upload the 200 and so original episodes that have been deleted off this platform on Patreon, and you'll be able to experience the lost episodes of the Rob Z Radio podcast, okay? And I'm really, really uh, excited to do that, and I've been excited to do do that for a while because some people ask me, hey, where are all of the episodes? Are you lying? Did you just pretend that you started at, like, episode 235 or something like that? No, it's not a lie. I just... I had to delete them. I still have them saved, and the statute of limitations is, is over. So I can do something with them now. It's just getting around to it. Hear what I'm saying? Maybe I shouldn't even mention that until I actually have them up on there, but it's all too late. I'm already saying it. It's already out in the open. The structure of this podcast is about growth, about learning, about leadership. And I'm not talking about leadership like leading your team or your business or whatever it is. That's wonderful, but it, more it's about leading yourself because the self-discipline, the self-growth, the personal growth that you find within yourself is going to resonate and go out to every part of your life. It's going to touch everything in your life. All of the personal inner work that you do to become a better person and to be more self-aware of who you actually are is going to trickle out into the world in front of you, and you will see it, and I'm seeing it on a daily basis. So I, I, first of all, I'm in my heart right now feeling that I have to say that I love you, okay? I love you for listening to this. I love you for taking the time to invest in me. One of my affirmations, which I will talk about someday on here, on a daily basis is that I am happy and humbled that people think about me. Whether it's a good or a bad thing, think about this, because some people might talk trash on you. Some people, I'm sure, talk trash on me. But it's, it's kind of flattering that people would actually take the time to talk about me when I'm not around. That means I'm doing something right. Uh, it might not, they might not be saying nice things or they may be see, saying really nice things. But the point is that I know who I am and I know the value that I can bring to this world and, and I hope that I'm bringing that to you through this podcast and if somebody's talking about me, that means that I'm doing my job. I'm having an impact. I'm impacting their day in some way, shape, or form. We have about 80,000 thoughts a day. That's scientific. I don't make that number up. About 80,000 thoughts a day. Most of those thoughts are old thoughts. Most of those are old, repeating thoughts that happen over and over again. So when I talk about cannabis on this episode, I have a long history with cannabis. Uh, I have not talked about my drug use really on this podcast, but I have a long history of that as well. And that's something that I think as my uh, inner self becomes my outer self, I will talk more and more and more about. But we'll just use this as a catalyst, as the kickoff for all of that. That's what I intend on doing with this podcast here today. So if you listen to this and you, you know, 
you're interested in replacing those 80,000 thoughts. You want better thoughts in your head. You want better thoughts that drive your life in a better direction. Uh, hopefully, this podcast can help with that. And hopefully, you're finding other people, other mentors online and in real life who can really help that happen for you. Because one of the biggest detriments, I think, in our society, in our world is that we don't go out there and try to find people who will make our life better. We try to get into too comfortable of situations. We try to find the easy road. We try to find the road more traveled and not the road less traveled. And this podcast, hopefully, it's a way for me to uh, get all of the thoughts in my head out, all of the great things that I've found out over the past few years out. Hopefully, you grab a hold of that. That resonates with you, and you can take that and, and pass that on to somebody else's life. So if you are listening right now, I just ask that you subscribe, whatever platform you're on, subscribe, please, to the podcast. Leave a rating. Leave a review. That would mean the world to me. And it, when you talk about how to grow a podcast, that's one of the biggest ways to do it. Leaving reviews, subscribing, leaving a comment, and then telling your friends about it. Telling people. If this is helpful to you, tell other people about it. Please. That would be amazing. And if something catches your attention on this podcast, take a screenshot of the part that you're interested in. Shoot me a DM anywhere online. All of my social media links are at the top of my website at robzradio.com. I'm not going to ramble any longer, though. I've done enough of that. Let's get into this. Here we go. This is Rob Z Radio. All right. So medical marijuana or medical cannabis, whatever you want to call it. Uh, I, have, I think I have an episode in the vault that I did all about marijuana back in the day. It was about the, the long history of cannabis in our country, the strange history of cannabis in our country. And, and I really want to talk about that in depth one day. But right now, I'm just going to tote the benefits of medical cannabis. Okay, And I'm not going to talk from anybody else's perspective. I'm not going to talk from anybody else's point of view. I'm not going to talk about anybody else's way of life or their life in general. I'm going to talk about my personal experiences and how this has benefited me. Now, like I said, I could, I, and as you listen to my podcast, as you listen to my content, as I grow older, I will go deeper and deeper and deeper into this subject. But right now, I'm going to keep it at this, okay? I got my medical marijuana card. Uh, it's been about three months, I think. I think it's three months. In the state of Pennsylvania, uh, the diagnosis of anxiety came up on the list of you being able to get your medical card. And, you know, I, I've, I've dabbled in the drug world throughout my life. Uh, and, I, and I've had addiction issues throughout my life. And I've had a love-hate relationship with drugs throughout my life. Uh, and I'm not going to go deep into all of the substances that I've tried, but I've tried pretty much all of them. I, I think almost all of them throughout my life. And that is something that some people might scoff at. Some people might see as a bad thing, but you know, especially in the culture we're living in right now and the, the, the drug culture that we live in right now and the prevalence of drugs in our, in our life right now, uh, I think you need to have drug education. I have a five-year-old son. I want to be able to tell him what's up when it comes to drugs. I don't want to be able to, I don't want that just say no BS. I want to really tell him what's up. I want to be able to inform him so that he doesn't have to learn it from a friend, so he doesn't have to learn about it from rap music like I did. Like, I, I got into weed because of Snoop Dogg, doggy style, way back in the day. Like, I didn't know what marijuana was, and they were rapping about it, and it sounded cool to me. Sipping gin and juice smoking blunts like it, it they made it cool and uh 
Whether that's a good or a bad thing, whatever. I'm not going to touch on that. It was just that's how they were living their life and they were rapping about their reality. And now rappers are rapping about Molly and, and Percocet and, and all these harder drugs. And it's, it's scary for me to see. And I, I see now what parents saw whenever I was a kid. And I thought that's ridiculous that rap music's influencing the culture. Uh, the content of the lyrics definitely does. So I, I can see the path. And I, I just want to strictly stay on the point of marijuana and the fact that I got my medical marijuana card. And I could see the immense benefits of it compared to the, the problems that it might create. Now I'm in Pennsylvania, in central Pennsylvania. It's pretty conservative. You know, there's, there's not a lot of liberal talk. We're not a, a big city. We have about 40,000 people here. Uh, but the drug culture is, is serious. And the, the, the level of drug use is serious. Lots of, uh, I shouldn't say lots of, I don't want to say, make it sound like this is a drug haven, but, you know, heroin and meth and, and pills and uh and fentanyl and all of those crazy drugs are you know all around and, and i grew up you know some of the kids i graduated from high school with they went to rehab they ended up in prison uh shooting heroin smoking smoking meth doing coke all that stuff and i i feel really truly blessed and guided by god I, i'm a i'm a christian i'll also say that okay so uh, some of the things that I say on here, you know, if you if you have a certain idea of what a Christian is, I I might I might battle those ideas because I I'm a, I'm a different kind of Christian, maybe I could say, um, but you know, uh, boy, I, I thank God that I never fell into bad drug habits. I, I found out I, I I feel so blessed that I never got hooked on bad drugs. I'm really super lucky and and super 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 grateful that that didn't happen and i feel like there's a purpose to that and the purpose to that is i want to be able to tell the story i want to be able to tell the negatives and the positives and you know when it comes to drugs they always say that marijuana is the the gateway drug i've never believed that i personally feel like alcohol is without a doubt far and above the gateway drug because when you're drunk, you'll, you'll try, well, depending on what your personality is like, you'll try anything. You're more likely to try things. You're more likely to do things you normally wouldn't do sober on alcohol. So I'm going to put it up there. And also pharmaceutical opi- opioids are a gateway because once you can't get them, that's when you try to move on to, to heroin or something heavier. Okay. So that's where I stand. I, I don't find that cannabis, and I'm going to call it cannabis because uh, that's what the, the professional name is. But if you want to call it weed, pot, marijuana, uh, fire, uh, gas. So I, I, the kids call it gas now, I guess. I'm 36, so I, I love finding out about new slang terms and, and how that all works. <laughs> uh, but the journey for me when I got my mer- medical marijuana card is this this beautiful awakening that our country is is finally stepping into. I mean, cannabis has been used in a ceremonial sort of way for tens, thousands, maybe hundreds of thousands of years. I don't really know what the full history of it is. But I do know that if you are in a meditative state, if you are uh, trying to uh, take yourself, I don't know, to a different perspective, you're trying to get a different perception or be more open to more that's out there in the universe, I found that like, through meditation, cannabis can definitely help. It definitely can be um, a, a turning point in in opening up a lot of uh, the things that you're trying to open up in meditation, a lot of the things that you're trying to open up in yoga or even in fitness in general. It, it seems to be an enhancer in some ways, and it's a it's a dehancer. 
that's not a word. <laughs> it's an enhancement in some ways and a, and a dehancement. I don't know what the word is the word. Why can't I think of what it is? It's a dehancement. I'm just going to use that in some ways. But what I've found so far, you know, when you go to a drug dealer and you go to buy drugs, usually the drug dealer has weed. And weed is like, uh, it's like a multi-level marketing scheme. Weed is the one that you, you come in for, and then they try to sell you other stuff. So they try to get you on board at the, on the low end, and then they're always trying to upsell you and, and trying to get you on board so that you can tell your friends about the other drugs or whatever. If you're not in the drug culture, um, you may have never dealt with a drug dealer. It's not fun. If you've ever seen Pineapple Express, it's like that, but more annoying. <laughs> so I think the idea of the weed store of uh, uh, around here is called Herbology. That kind of store is super important for the drug culture because, just listen to me on this, they don't sell other drugs. I mean, of course you can buy dabs in there or whatever. I don't buy that stuff. I I stick to just a, you know, the, I like the little capsules, the five milligram capsules. I like the pens. I like some of the flour. I'm not getting crazy with it. But listen, man, if you go to a drug dealer because you're trying to, to cop some, some weed, you're probably going to find out eventually, oh, that guy has has Coke. He's selling pills. He's selling ecstasy. He's selling heroin. You know, he's, he's, he's selling all this other stuff along with the weed. The weed just kind of gets you in the door. That's not going to happen at the medical cannabis store. You're not going to get hit up by anybody unless, I guess, they're sitting in the lobby trying to sell drugs. But I think they're probably going to get kicked out. So you don't have to... It, it creates a situation where people are not then being upgraded to new drugs. You're not, you don't have to go to a weed dealer's house. You don't have to go meet him in the parking lot of Kmart. You don't have to sit there and pretend to be friends with him, like in Pineapple Express for three hours, because you just want to get what you want to get and go. And you don't have to worry about cops busting you. You don't have to... There's so many advantages just in that in itself, okay? You go to the, the weed store. They sell medical cannabis. They don't sell anything else. That's what you're going to get. So the chance of somebody um, getting introduced to other drugs, which I found for me was like around that 18, 19, 20, 21 year range. And then once you hit 21 and you're allowed to go to bars, now you're meeting even more people with harder drugs. And that's that whole age range, in my personal opinion, because that's when I really started getting into worse things in my life was around 18 to like 23 or 24. That's a dangerous time. And it seems like, uh, some people have this impression that if you don't start doing drugs uh, in high school or junior high, you're probably not going to do them. I disagree with that highly. I, I think that 18 to like 23, 24, that's a dangerous, pivotal time in a lot of people's lives because you're allowed to drink, you're going to bars, uh, you are free, you know, you're on your own, you're an adult now, technically. And um, <laughs> so the chances of you buying drugs and then being upsold to other drugs is, is more likely than not in that age range. Well, that's not going to happen at the medical cannabis store. So that's one benefit that I see. Another one that I see is the cannabis, the weed, the pot that you buy at the store is not going to be laced with anything. Like these are grown by government facilities. The government is, is monitoring, monitoring, not the government, I guess the local government, the state government is monitoring these uh, cannabis grow factories and dispensaries. The products have to have all the stuff on the label, everything that's in them. They're tested and tested again. You know you're getting a true product, which I don't know all of the years of having to, to buy pot off of weird, creepy guys. I don't think I ever bought pot off a girl. It's always weird, creepy guys. 
um, you don't know what's in it. And sometimes you would smoke it and be like, whoa, there's something in this. This, does, this doesn't feel right. There's something up here. Uh, so I think that's a huge one, too, because people were spraying weed with, you know, you heard it back in the day, formaldehyde and all this weird stuff. And now with fentanyl, which is, uh, you know, most of it's coming from China, I'm guessing. I'm not guessing, but from what I've heard, uh, it's, 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 being, it's lacing everything. So they're putting fentanyl on everything because it gets you super addicted. It's super high potency uh, manufactured in a lab, lab opium. It's like top of the line. It's like, the, it's, it's like the, the strongest stuff you can possibly get. And they're lacing weed with that. So you have kids who are probably in high school buying pot and they're getting laced with fentanyl. And that's just, talk about scary. That is unbelievably terrifying. And it, it reminds me of so many days in my past of, you know, buying uh, something off of a drug dealer and you don't know what you're getting. It looks fishy when you look at it. It smells shady when you smell it. The person you bought it from was shady, but you're like, I don't know where else to get it. Where else do I, I got to buy it off this creepy guy in this weird house? It's terrible. I hated it. I, I hated all those situations. I, I have a lot of fear, and uh, especially back then, I had a lot, a lot, a lot of fear. So I'd go into these situations like scared and just wondering what was I getting and how fast can I get out of here and hopefully the cops don't find us and all this stuff, you know. And me thinking that, me saying that gets me thinking like, you might be thinking, why was I doing drugs? Well, well, we can get into that at a later time too. You know, all of the, I think everybody who's on drugs had trauma in their life in some way, shape or form. A lack of attention from uh, maybe parents or, or teachers or whoever, uh, the wrong crowd, hanging out with the wrong crowd, having no direction in life, having nobody guide you, Right. I'm not blaming anybody. I'm just saying like there's reasons why. And then, and then trauma really is a big reason for, for drug addiction because you're trying to mask something. You're trying to cover something up. You're trying to make it better, but you're never going to find your answer on the outside. You're only ever going to find answers on the inside in your heart with God. That's the only, the only places you're really going to find true answers. If you're rolling your eyes right now, that's fine. I get it. Uh, I was there once myself. I'm in a different place now. So, just hear me out on that, all right? So that's a great thing is you're not going to get laced cannabis at the cannabis store. Nobody gets arrested. Another thing, uh, I was in the, the medical dispensary just today, and my one friend works there now, and I was talking to him, and he said, you know, man, it's crazy. There was a, a drug bust a couple of days ago, and I was reading, reading about it on my phone while I was working here selling drugs to people legally, right? And I thought that's a, that's a beautiful thing. People aren't getting arrested. These people who used to, and, and this kid that I was talking to, this, this man that I was talking to, he used to be a, a weed dealer. I, I purchased weed from him plenty of times. And the, the thing that, that struck me was like, wow, like he, if he was still doing what he was doing back then, could be in prison for you know, 20, 30 years, however, whoever, however long they would lock him up. His, his reputation is wrecked, hard to get a job. Now he actually works at a place where he can sell it legally to people and he's legally getting paid by the government and he loves it. He, he, you can tell he, he's lit up in there. Uh, no pun intended, but like he is fired up for that job and he, he loves what he's doing. And I thought that's so cool. It's so great that somebody who's, um, you know, their path could have gone a really wrong way and he's got a couple of kids. It's like this dude seems, I don't, I don't know what he's like right now, but he seems like he's got his life together. 
He seems like he's loving what he's doing, and he can't get in trouble for it. It's all legal. As long as you got the money, just buy it. You know, it's there. It's, it's legal. And that's the huge thing is nobody's getting arrested going into the legal cannabis store and buying some cannabis for themselves. And the other part is, like, people actually need help. There was a guy in there. Uh, he looked like he was about my age. And he, w- he must have had Parkinson's or something. He had a cane. He couldn't sit still. His hands were shaking. He was fidgeting. I felt so bad for the dude. And I thought, boy, back in the day, like, if he was trying to get uh, a prescription, or back in the day, not even back in the day, a year ago, two years ago, like, if this guy was trying to find pot because he knew that that weed helped him with his Parkinson's or with his Tourette's or whatever he had. Uh, The back in the day, he was risking uh, his entire life. He was risking his reputation. He was risking becoming a felon, getting busted by the cops, getting shot or killed. Who knows what could happen in a drug deal? Uh, Just because he had this issue and he knew that pot solved this Parkinson's or this Tourette's that he had. And now he can just go in and get what he needs and he's good and he's okay. And you don't have to smoke it. You can buy a little pill. You can buy a little vapor. You know, you can do whatever you want to do with it. And you can buy the, the, the oil that you put into you put it into a cupcake and just eat it that way. Like, it, it's, a, it's a really beautiful thing. And I'm saying this, I don't think many people listening to this or in general really combat marijuana anymore. But they might still see the, the dispensary as this uh, dirty thing. And, and it's, it's not that at all. It's an amazing thing. It's, it's incredible. It's incredible that we get to live in this time and age, like back in the 60s when they fought so hard for this, and then in the 70s and the 80s and the 90s when people were just going to prison for life for buying joints or buying a bag of pot or falling into terrible situations and getting wrapped up in terrible situations because of this plant that grows out of the ground. It's like, oh my God, man, how many people are suffering? How many people right now are in prison because of minor marijuana drug offenses? Like that just... It pisses me off. It's so sad. And it's so sad to know that they're sitting there knowing like in their state you can medically get this stuff or you can legally get this stuff recreationally and they're still sitting in prison not being let out. That's a a travesty and a a crime that I think we're going to be paying for for decades to come. But it's great that it ended. It's great that it finally ended. It's great that we're here right now, especially in such a conservative state. Uh, such a red state like like Pennsylvania, and I don't take sides when it comes to politics. I'm I'm in the middle somewhere. I like to. I'm definitely not on one side or the other. I'm pretty much towing the line down the middle. I agree on on both ends and and disagree on both ends. You know how that goes. <clears throat> so another great part of it is that you're getting specific quality. So you're getting exactly what you came for: high quality cannabis. Now, I'm not saying high potency. You might not want super high potency. You might want CBD that doesn't even really get you high necessarily. It just makes your body feel better or, or lowers your anxiety, that sort of thing. And I think that that's another, th- another piece of this that is incredibly important, that when you buy uh, whatever you decide to get, like if you get some flour, which another part of the beautiful thing is I've always found marijuana to be beautiful, like the buds. They look beautiful. They're, they have all these – like you never see – plants like that out in the wild with these crystals all over them, these beautiful leaves and these big thick buds on them and they're just like they're magical looking and maybe you don't agree with me but I look at them I'm like oh my god that is like the most beautiful plant I've ever seen in my entire life it's like purple and and green and there's like orange in there and there's like uh, you know just all these different colors and you're thinking like what a magical beautiful plant and it, it smells so intoxicating the whole thing about it to me is is special and now whenever you buy it, like if you get the flower, right, they call it flower now. They don't call it a bud. 
they don't call it getting, you know, it's not like I'm going in to buy some weed, that you're going in to buy some flour. Because if you think about weed, that's, what, what do you think of when you think of the word weed in your backyard? You think of weeds growing and taking over things. You're always trying to kill weeds. Now, when you think of flowers, what are you trying to do with those? You're trying to cultivate them. You purposely plant flowers. You purposely grow flowers. You purposely smell flowers and enjoy them. You give flowers to people. What do you do with weeds? You burn them. You throw them away. You destroy them. You tear them out of the ground. You get rid of them. So I think it's beautiful what the cannabis, cannabis culture has done with such a beautiful plant. When you see uh, when you see cannabis, the cannabis plant, you're like, that's, that's a beautiful thing. When you see weeds, you usually don't think that. So I think that's wonderful, number one, that they've changed that from, from weed to flower. And I don't know when that happened in other parts of the country. Maybe that's been a thing in California for years. But for me, that that's new. Okay. And when it comes to the quality, you buy, if you buy flour and you get the container, it gives you all of the descriptions on there. You know everything that's in that plant. Everything. Broken down on a scale because you have to. It still boggles my mind that you can go to the beer store, the liquor store, and buy alcohol, and they don't, have to, they don't have to tell you what's in there. You buy beer, they don't tell you what's in the beer. Like, what kind of horse shit is that? I, don't, I just don't get that. But when it comes to cannabis, right there. Look at the, look at the packaging. All the details are right there for you. And also, uh, at advice and information on how it can benefit you, benefit you and what that certain kind of strain is made for and who it helps. Like, uh, <laughs> Like, mind-blown. Like, this is what our culture could have been all along, and thank God for science, okay? Thank, and I say that literally, thank God for science. And I look at it this way, that God created everything, right? So to, science has been this thing that's been battling religion for so long when no, like science and spirituality battle each other. Nope, that's, we, we got it all wrong. Why don't they work together? Why don't they work together to uplift each other? And that is what science is doing right now for a God-created plant, a plant that came out of the ground, a plant that grows anywhere, that, that, that grows even if you try to, to kill it, it'll still grow. It's, it's amazingly uh, resilient. And talk about the hemp fibers and talk about the hemp stock. It's just, it's incredible. The cannabis plant is unfreaking believable. It is so impressive to me, and it's such a travesty that it had such a bad name for such a long time but the really awesome part right now is this you're getting quality you're getting high quality you know where it comes from you know the name of the dispensary you can look them up online you can visit the plant and see the plants in the plant (laughs) you know all the details you know what's inside of it It, god i could just go on and on and on about how much of a benefit this is and uh, along with that science and literature, you know, the science behind it, there's real proof. There's real hard evidence that this stuff works. There's real hard evidence that this stuff helps. And as you've listened to this podcast, um, I don't know what side of the fence you're on, you know, and, and, and I've been leery to talk about this kind of stuff because I am a Christian. I do go to church. I do believe in God and Jesus. I am a good person. I am a business owner. I'm a, I'm, a, I'm a leader in my community. I'm a voice in my community. I'm a face in my community. I've been in broadcasting for 20 years. So I've always been hesitant about bringing this stuff up because I don't want to um, put myself in a bad light. But, you know, it's legal now. I have a card that makes it legal. I'm legally allowed to have it. And, and I don't want to be judged by somebody because um, of, of what I do in my free time. I'm a good person. I pay my taxes. I'm a great dad. I'm a great husband. 
Um, I, um, I help the community. I, I mentor people and I, I really try to help and give back. And if you've ever listened to Joe Rogan, uh, <laughs> um, whether you, however you feel about him, he said it many times that the marijuana makes him a better person. It makes him more thoughtful. It makes him happier. It makes him more kind. It makes him more considerate. It makes him more self-aware. And I'm telling you, those, those are the big components there, making you self-aware. You analyze your actions. You analyze your choices. You analyze your circle of friends. You analyze your life. It, it opens you up, and in, in, in unlike a drug like alcohol, which helps to numb all of those things, marijuana will bring those things to the surface. And that's why I especially say like when you use it for meditation, or you use it for physical fitness, it can be incredibly beneficial. And if you're listening to this and you're on the fence about whether you should get your marijuana card, if you think that's something that would benefit you, you don't have to go get high. Maybe you've never gotten high before. I'm not telling anybody to get high, but you can go get CBD products that you'll never feel a high from that will make you feel better, that'll lower your anxiety. My brother-in-law right now is taking uh, that sun soil CBD. He said his anxiety is pretty much gone. And you've heard this over and over again. If you have Tourette's, if you have Parkinson's, uh, it's helped to uh, cataracts, cancer. Like there's so many things and I, I can't go any longer without touting the benefits and touting uh, the benefits that it has had in my life. Now, as I say that, I have had lots of struggles as well when it comes to drugs. But let me clarify that my struggle, my, my addictions are not the drugs themselves, but the, the trauma and the things that I have not dealt with and gotten past in my life in my past and I think that's a big part of this to, to, to narrow down on is that it's not the drugs that are the problem the problem is we as people don't talk enough don't share enough aren't honest enough aren't forthright enough aren't being who we truly are aren't helping each other we tend to be more concerned about us than about everyone else we need to be more altruistic we, we need to help and share more and that's where the real issue comes when, it, when you talk about addiction those that's where the real issues come from that's where the real problems come from so I don't, and however you feel about this if you know me and you listen to this and it, it changes the way you think about me uh, well that's that's your situation whether it's good or bad if it changes your opinion of me for the worse, that's your problem. And that's not my concern. And I'm trying to get to a place in my life where I'm done worrying about what people think about me. I'm going to do what I know is right. And I'm going to talk about things that I know are, are right to be talked, talked about. And that's a part of this podcast, this whole creating superheroes concept. This has been a powerful podcast for me. This has been a purposeful podcast for me. This is a superpower of mine. And I just unleashed it to you. So as this thing, I'm recording it now, but as it hits the airwaves, as it hits your phone, you can download it. Know that I just leveled up. You just listen to me level up through this podcast because I'm getting out information that I've had in my mind for a long, long time. It has been a plan of mine for a long, long time to get these messages out there. And now it's, this is the precipice, the precipice, is it precipice? I think it's precipice of, <laughs> of me getting that information out. This is just the beginning. And it's going to be, um, I think, one of the defining parts of my life is the, the, the drug education that I can bring to people because I've done enough of them and I've experienced enough of the good and the bad 
to be able to give you a full scoop, a full story. And, and I, I can't wait. I really can't wait to bring more of that to you. It only took 420 episodes. Hmm, that's not bad. I need a drink. Hold on. I've been talking a lot. Cotton mouth, right? <laughs> By the way, I'm not high right now. Just to clarify. That, did that need to be said? Most people recording episode 420 were probably high while recording it. Not this guy. Um, so, I'd love to know how you feel. What do you think about this episode? What do you think about what I had to say? What is your stance? I'm very curious. I'm very, very curious. So if you check this out, please shoot me a DM, message me anywhere. Like I said, all my social platforms are right at the top of my website, robzradio.com. Think about those 80,000 thoughts a day. Do you meditate? Have you, sit, have you sat down and, and looked at your thoughts, been present with them, confronted them? Just, just let, them, let them happen without judging them? That's huge. And uh, as we move on through these episodes, through this journey, we'll dissect more and more of that. But just try to be aware of your actions throughout the day. And when you end up feeling a certain way, whether you start feeling really bad or really good in a day, what brought you there? What were the, the situations that brought you to that moment? That, that's a big one for me. Like, what, what brought me to this place where I'm at right now? How I'm feeling right now? Please, if you like it, subscribe. If you like what we're doing, if you like what this, what the content of this episode of this podcast is, creating superheroes, subscribe, rate, review, tell your friends, dive into the content that I'm talking about. If I'm talking about a person or a book or something, look it up, read it, up, read up on it. Don't just take the info from me. Keep learning, keep growing. Lifelong learning is the purpose. Lifelong passion. Find your passion and just keep on growing. That's what cannabis does, right? (laughs) So uh, thank you for listening. Thanks for being a part of this. And stay sharp. Stay strong. RobZRadio.com. I'll talk to you next time. Bye-bye. This is Rob Z Radio.